Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sleeping and you look so happy. <laughs> I was like, sleeping. I just and... got back from vacation. <laughs> I sound like Aaron. <laughs> yeah, you're like sigh. You look like sigh. You're just so miserable right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass, Aaron. Sigh was miserable <laughs> even on the vacation. Miserable. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was sleeping and rising next to the ocean. How was it? It was amazing. And now oh. I'm fucking came back to New Jersey and it's just You're sleeping and rising next to the turnpike. <laughs> sleeping and rising next to the turnpike. It's a raining nonstop. <laughs> Allegedly the New Jersey girls are fighting so much they had to stop filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one of your Congressman or senators has been hoarding gold bullions in his jacket. In his briefs. Who knows? At his house. And he's refusing to. I was uh, like when he was saying that he was uh, he was he was bribing some business business uh, some businessmen bribed him. I was like, let it be Louis, let it be Louis, let it be Louis. It wasn't him. Imagine. I was so hoping it was Gorga or Louis. Okay, it would be <laughs> out of that group. It would be Frank Catania, no. and you know it. <laughs> no, it would be Louis because he's a little bit more connected than Frank Catania and um, Joe Gorga. Those guys are bribing. Like three staffers down. <laughs> they are, they don't have the connection with the Jersey senator. <laughs> They're like true. the local school board, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. They're like at best, like yeah. you know the guy from PSENG who comes to like fix the the wires, like when the right. when there's a power outage. Yeah, that's the best they're gonna get. Yeah, it's their their kids' math teacher and Gorga is like, I'll I'll get you a free sink. <laughs> Just get my Gino passed math test. <laughs> I can get you a bathtub and a sink for free. <laughs> Did you see that there's a billboard somewhere in New Jersey above a Popeyes where Joe Gorga is advertising for like a personal injury attorney? Yeah, what is that about? I didn't. I, yeah, I wasn't wearing the glasses. <laughs> he's not pretending to be the personal injury lawyer, is he? No, he's not pretending to be the personal injury lawyer, but he's pretending he's all he's doing. He's essentially a secretary. He's like, call this number or go on this website if you have a personal injury. And then I will connect you with my personal friends who are attorneys. So essentially, he now has an affiliate code for a personal injury attorney. <laughs> he's using his name as like, an ad but except it's a billboard it's so silly oh i want to drive through jersey just to see the billboard <laughs> my favorite thing is like it's right above a popeyes so the picture oh that he God. like posted is him just pointing to a popeyes and it's like what the fuck is he waiting at the popeyes yeah <laughs> i didn't quite get it and it was the way it was like it was cropped where i wherever i saw it it was cropped so you had to click on the picture to see the full picture so the crop picture all it showed was like him pointing at popeyes <laughs> So I didn't quite get it until I, then it occurred to me that maybe I should click on it. But even when I clicked on it, I couldn't read the billboard. So I was like, whatever. And what's brilliant Joe is he's Gorga like, being Gorga. he's like, I can help you get the money that you're owed. And I'm like, don't you owe money? <laughs> uh, I know. These people are so deaf to their own, <laughs> own issues. It's so funny. I love it. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's talk about this Real Housewives of New York episode. Now, you did text me that you have... Let me actually read what you texted because it made me laugh so hard. 
I was like, we're going to talk about New York. And you said, you said, I have watched, marinated, fumigated, fumigated, fermented, and exterminated. <laughs> you got it all out of your system. I've been going off for two days. And now I feel like I might have like exhausted all my fumes, but maybe I will refume. I don't know. We'll see how it goes because I've been on Twitter just like tweeting away, Xing away. If that was no, nobody's saying kids I, do nowadays. Nobody's saying I don't anything. know. Okay, we're still tweeting. Okay, you know I haven't um, updated my Twitter app, so it's still a bird app for me. Oh, a vintage. The only thing I cannot do is I cannot search a hashtag. But if it's trending, I can click on the hashtag and look at it. Okay. So I mean, I'm not I'm not searching random hashtags. I only want to see what's trending. So I'm okay. Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to see how long I can go without updating it. Yeah, and also you can just text me and ask me. <laughs> no, I text you and ask you. I see what's going on. I don't understand what's going on. And then I text you and ask you, what does this mean? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Who are who are we talking about? I don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah. All right, so Real Housewives of New York, yeah. we open back up with this fight where Uba takes Aaron's glasses and then Aaron's white woman to your start. And she says things like, it's not okay to scream in someone's face like that. When she's the one who first started screaming in someone's face. So, And when she's doing that, Uba's hands quickly go behind her back, by the way, because yeah. she's in the stand says, I cannot touch this woman. She's going off on me. I am triggered. I'm already mad. I didn't do anything to her. And here she comes screaming at me like I have done something to her. Yep. She's being aggressive. I don't know what. And, and that's when Uba takes her glasses, which she shouldn't have done. Sure. That's the only thing that Uba did wrong. But I mean, Aaron, you took her phone. <laughs> but either way, Aaron didn't grab her phone. So that's the difference there. Aaron says things like, this is the worst conflict I have ever had in my life. And then she, they're going to this place and she's like, I don't even have sunglasses. I'm like, it's raining. I don't think you need them. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think you're going to survive without sunglasses. And she's asking Jenna, should I go in and get my other sunglasses? Yes, you idiot. If you need sunglasses, go get your other pair. Why are you sitting there being a victim? This is so stupid. Yes, exactly. It's so stupid. And by the way, it, like she's Aaron. The rest of the episode is like, you said so many mean things about me. Aaron has called Uba a bitch multiple times. She's called mm -hmm. her mean and she's called her a bitch. She's and Uba's not said any of those things to Aaron or about her. Right. right. Exactly. And she's sitting there calling her a bitch right there. And she's still, Uba is still being uh, respectful. The only thing is Uba sees that Aaron is a spoiled brat. And she decides, if you're going to be a brat, then this is how I'm going to teach you a lesson. Because yeah, you clearly exactly. don't understand boundaries. You clearly don't understand grown-up, you know, a sense of responsibility there. And you clearly don't understand how you are being microaggressive towards me. So I'm going to just teach you a lesson because you're being a brat. You're being a bully and a brat. So I'm going to do what what I would do to a kid. So yeah, Erin, she's treating you like a kid because you're behaving like one. Yeah. And then, so in the car ride to this place, this rum tour, um, Bryn is sort of trying to like cool Uba down. Mm -hmm. And Bryn, but Bryn says things like, well, you were right, but then you went so low. And this is like really what's bothering me. Oh, and yeah. It, it really, what really, okay. I have to say, like we... I know that initially we've said this like almost every episode. I know initially we did not love Jessel, but we have loved Jessel since like episode three or two now. Because two, two. Yeah. yeah, I liked her because too. The very first one, I thought she was very self-involved. She wasn't self-centered or selfish. She was self-involved. And now I take it as a quirk of her. She's still self-involved, but it comes off funny. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, but this whole episode, one thing that I loved is that Jessel at no point is being like, Uba, you should have calmed down. Like, she never says any of that stuff to Uba. Yep. But Bryn, Sai, Jenna are all like, Uba, you know, you had a good point, but you're being so aggressive. Like, they're saying all these things to 
uba that are massive microaggressions. And Jessel never says anything like that. Nope. And it really bothered me that Bryn is like, oh, well, you were right, but then you went so low. She didn't, she never went low. Like, yes, maybe she, she shouldn't have grabbed the sunglasses, but why are you guys ignoring the fact that Aaron walked in and started screaming in Uba's face? I don't understand. Right. right. Like when when um when um Jessel says something or somebody else says something, it's always Aaron and Sai are always up like, why are you yelling? But then when they yell, nobody has to say when um when Sai was yelling at Jessel, nobody says anything. When um Aaron is yelling at uh, uh Uba, nobody says anything. That's okay. That behavior is okay. But it, it, God forbid, one of the other ladies yell. And then the whole episode, Uba just wants to be left alone. She doesn't care, but they keep bringing it up to tell Uba that she shouldn't have done what she did, or she should have done it in a different way, or she should have just, you know, you are right, but the way you said it was not right. This is such a such a trope that women and workplaces especially and especially black women black and brown women go through where we are told that yeah you you mean it right you are what you're saying is correct but you shouldn't have said it that way and that's why it's wrong but meanwhile the the other people are not at all checked the Aaron is not checked Aaron shouldn't nobody goes to Aaron and says you shouldn't have come in yelling at Uba Uba did nothing not one of them says that to Aaron. It's almost like they didn't even notice Aaron doing that. They they consistently like um once they so once they get to this like rum tour or whatever, the Sai does some stuff that really bothers me this episode too because I hate Sai. But like in the in the tiers of people that irritate me, obviously it's Aaron number one and then Sai next. But they get to this rum tour, they're all drinking whatever, and then the sunglasses alarm goes off, <laughs> and. Aaron said another thing that really bothered me. She goes, it needs to touch somebody else's hands before it comes to me. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, what was that? That is so, I like, that was so coded to me in, like, mm-hmm. it, it was so offensive. It was mm-hmm. so offensive. And it's a thing, like, Aaron has absolutely no self-awareness of the things she says. Like, she's like, oh, Jessel's a space cadet and, you know, uh, Bryn is a social climber and Jenna is an elitist. Like, she's saying all these things and Sai is picky. Okay, but those are all things that are actually very true about you. And on top of that, you're racist. Like, let's be honest. I'm not going to beat her on the bush with Aaron anymore. She's a fucking racist. She voted for Trump. She donated to Trump. And she speaks to black women this way. And and then when she's called out on her bullshit, she starts white lady tears. She's a fucking racist. Like, that's who she is. Yeah. And she's like Trump. You can take everything Aaron says in her confessionals and apply it back to her. You, Aaron says, oh, Jenna, uh, you know, you have to take, uh, you know, actions have consequences. Well, guess what? Your actions have consequences too, Aaron. Aaron says that Sai and um, Aaron, uh, Bren are all, um, every time somebody says some story, they're like, oh, that's a weird lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Guess what? We have proof that you are the liar. It's, it's yes. so funny that she doesn't see that everything she's saying about everybody else, it actually applies to her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aaron, uh, this is, I really enjoyed what Uba did here where she reminds <laughs> Bryn that Uba, like, and I get what the, the point Uba is trying to make, right? Uba is saying, you guys are all defending Aaron right now when Aaron has been talking shit about all of you. For example, she called you, Bryn, a social climber, and you forgave her. But I'm not the same as you. I'm not going to for- forgive her for the shit. And I think, like, Uba is doing what we pointed out last week, right, which was that mm-hmm. Uba started to get upset because she noticed that this woman has been coming for each and every single person here. And she's not going to be right. like the rest of these women and be like, ha okay, yeah, I love you. No worries. And, like, forgive her because that's not how Uba is. You don't fucking come for her. And then he he ha ha and let this woman like pass with this bullshit so she yeah reminds Bryn you're defending this woman and by the way she called you she said you were a social climber and she was coming at you about her husband which also Uba was coming at Bryn about Aaron's (laughs) husband so there is that she was saying 
if yeah. she that kind of comment could be taken wrong she uba was saying that well and to be honest aaron was flirting so uba is saying you cannot yeah. be saying all that thing about abe and then saying that wasn't flirting that is flirting so uba was right in that sense also but what uba is saying is that she says she gets so mad at you and says all kinds of nasty things about you and then you guys forgive her and then she's like oh i love you and then she starts picking on somebody else uba yes. says all of the right things in all in the entire show the other thing that people were saying online but also these uh, women keep saying is oh uba went overboard uba oh my god let go of the phone story why are you still talking about it uba is still talking about it because erin and sai and brin are all picking on her and still getting her to uh, they are trying to get her to apologize to erin mm-hmm. they are being offensive which is why she is being defensive that's all She didn't bring exactly. that up topic up. You guys are bringing up the topic. Exactly. Exactly. Um Aaron then of course can't handle it and she storms off and Jenna is taking Aaron's side <laughs> and again partially she, she storms off yeah. but Jenna is like okay fine I'll go with her today. <laughs> yeah and like I get that Jenna's doing it because she doesn't want one person to feel singled out mm-hmm. but at the same time I have noticed that Jenna has not stuck up for other people when they're being yelled at. She didn't stick up for Brin. She did not stick up for Jessel, but she's making yep. a point to stick yep. up for Aaron and that really really yep. bothered me about Jenna. It bothered me too. I was like, "Mm, that's not okay." Yeah, it's not great. Sai says to Uba, "Um, you can't lash out on people." Again, Uba didn't really lash out on her. Uba is lashing out at the fact that nobody's fucking letting her finish what the fuck happened. You guys are not letting her explain her side of the story. But anyway, those girls No, you Aaron, guys were there and you didn't you are yeah. not telling Aaron not to lash out at Uba first. Nobody is pointing that point out cuz they none of them even it didn't even register for them. What Aaron yeah. did did not register for anybody. That's why nobody is bringing it up. That's what bothered me the most that you guys are so used to Aaron behaving badly, Aaron screaming, Aaron behaving like this to other people and the fact that a white woman was yelling at a black woman, nothing none of it it didn't register on your radar. It didn't register yeah. on Brent's radar, it didn't register on Sai's radar, which is or um Jessel's. Nobody is bringing it up and that actually bothered me more that no one's pointing that out. Absolutely. Aaron uh is still being a Debbie Downer on the side and uh Jessel, Sai and Uba decide to go and play limbo and they're having a good time and Aaron is such a fucking brat. She's like, "I have no respect for these women." blah blah blah. Nobody's coming to check on me. Like, go go fuck off. Yeah. Like, fuck you and your fucking feelings. Go and play Connect Four, you goddamn squares. And like be be losers. Like you're acting like a loser. And Yeah. You're acting like And Jenna is right there next to you checking on you. You're ignoring Jenna. You're not thanking Jenna. You're ignoring Jenna and your entire face it was so childish. Her the whole time all she did was stare at the four of them. What are they doing? What are they playing? How much fun are they having? That's all. She was so miserable and that scene was just the ex- the epitome of um uh, of um uh Aaron because Here's Jenna with you and you couldn't even have a conversation with Jenna. Your face is completely turned, your back is turned to Jenna. You're still looking at those four because you are so pissed off that nobody else they all did not get up and walk, especially Sai. Sai is self so self-centered. Now Sai is not self-involved. She's selfish and self-centered. So when she's so yeah. self-centered that she's not going to get up and come for you, she's not She's just yeah. going to live her own life. She's not going to come and help you. So the Sai is just sitting there and so Aaron is like, "Oh my god, Sai even Sai didn't come." This is the second walk off by the way that Aaron did that nobody walked behind. Not nobody went after her other than Jenna, which I love, by the way. That's my favorite. Yeah. Is like I love when yeah. women like this storm off and nobody comes. Brenda was like, "Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Um <clears throat> They go to lunch and this is yeah. when Jessel points out that Aaron's actually the one who's been stirring up everybody's shit. Like mm-hmm. she has been coming at Jenna. She came for Jenna. Mhm. She came for Bryn. 
She's come for mm-hmm. a sign in the past, and now she's coming at Uba. And Sai mm-hmm. says to Uba that, like, Uba says something like, this is aggressive and abusive, right? And Sai says, well, you yeah. both were. She, You were mm-hmm. aggressive. Or no, she says she was aggressive and you were abusive, which I think is so fucking fucked up. Like, oh. yeah. This whole part made me very angry because then Eric comes in and Uba's, Uba is – Aaron's like, oh, Uba is going on and on and on. So she's not going on and on. Again, she's trying to explain her perspective and you guys are not listening to her. And she's like, yeah. she, I don't want her to say anything about me. Don't let her say anything about me. No, that's yeah. not how this works. You don't get to harass yeah. people and be mean yeah. to people. And then when they have a reaction, you say, I need you to shut up and stop going on and on. That's not how this fucking works. Right. And then <laughs> Uba That's not says, how pranks work. That's not how fights no. work. I don't know. That's not how relationships work. Erin, what the fuck? Where You are truly a princess. Your daddy's princess who has been Kamali Kadal and you have never had a real interaction, a real, um, you know, relationship with any girlfriend. Absolutely. So Uba says that she very nicely sits down at the table and she says, I'm sick of the narrative against black women, that black women are aggressive. We're not aggressive. We're passionate. And we're anything that mm-hmm. we say it comes off like we're being aggressive and we're not. And Sai says, I don't think that this applies in this. Sai says, I don't think this applies in the situation, which made me really angry because it was like, how does this not apply in this situation? When she sits down to actually tell you that Aaron was in her face, you guys say, you don't want to talk about it. Uba's like, listen, this is what happened. And then every single time she tries to explain herself, Sai is like, you know Mm -hmm. what? I just don't want to keep talking about this. This is too much. This is too much. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Mm -hmm. How can you tell a black woman that this does not apply in a situation when you are not a black woman who is experiencing this thing that is happening to a black woman? Right. Like that's so fucked up because – Sai is happens you know, all the time at the workplace. Oh my god, is, it's so far, and it happens with other women of color, right? And that's the thing: yeah. like white people look at other women of color to confirm whether or not that is happening, right? Rather yeah. than just believing what a black person is experiencing, they go to the nearest other person of color they can find. Correct. And they and they will try to be like, "Oh, did that really happen?" And then that person, will yeah. It's our responsibility as supposed allies to actually say, mm-hmm. no, I, as a person, as a brown woman, I do not experience the same kind of microaggressions that a black woman does. And if that black woman is yeah. saying that you did something that was microaggressive to her, you have to take her word for it and you need to learn and apologize and move on. But don't come yeah. to me trying to get me to like, to try to make get, yeah. get you off this ride or right. whatever you know I'm like not your sur- i'm not your surrogate black woman yes. to appease i'm not going to be qualifying <laughs> her experience for you so you can feel better for about yourself exactly Ugh. and like i don't i don't like sai at all and i will be very happy if she's not back next season because i don't know what she's bringing to the table she wants to talk about what she wants to talk about when anybody wants to talk about something else she gets bored and annoyed and she tries to do the bethany thing of like i don't give a fuck whatever blah 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 and it's like no like you're uninteresting yeah. and then yeah. another thing she did that really bothered me is that Jessel tells some story or something and Sai is like, oh, Jessel, you're so funny. That was a really good one, Jessel. I just don't expect it from you. Like, you're like so spacey, Jessel. Like, yeah. What the fuck is that? It's like, I, it's, it's almost like none of them realized how gr- good Jessel is going to be and how much the audience is going to love her. And they're all talking, they're like all constantly putting down Jessel. Even Bryn. Bryn is like, yes. oh, yeah, Jessel. Yeah, we keep forgetting about Jessel. She's so forgettable. Yeah, she's so forgettable that she has the first chair at the reunion. That's right. Yeah, she's so forgettable that she is beloved right now. Right. <laughs> she's, Idiot. She's so forgettable that she was asked to be on Watch What Happens Live. She declined the invitation, and then she decided <laughs> to show up as a guest in yeah, the audience. She was like, and then she was unapologetic about it. Even when Andy tried to put her in a place and say, you refused to come when I called you and now you're showing up in the audience. Andy was trying to be, you know, a little bit of a diva there. And Jessel was like, yeah, yeah I'm not apologizing. I don't care. 
I had to, I could come, so I came. <laughs> and I anybody can come. They let me in. I came. I sat down. So what? That it's like <laughs> Karen Huger behavior. Like it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, she doesn't care. She's like, I am going to be who I am. I can be a little bit delusional. I can be a little bit, you know, self-involved. But I make good observation. I take good notes. I am a good student. I know when to bring out the receipts, or at least I should know because I brought it out prematurely in the on the island. But. I have more receipts that I will bring out later. And guess what? You're going to have a great reunion with me. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make you a lot of money and then you'll shut up. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that bothers me about Sai is that like Bryn, they start to talk about Bryn and Bryn's talking about her grandmother and picking up men and how all this stuff, right? And Bryn starts talking about her grandma and Sai is asking questions to Bryn as if Bryn didn't already tell her all this stuff at thanksgiving right? she's like right? so how old were you when you went to go live with her i'm like i mean i was like i know the answer i know the answer <laughs> she was two she hadn't she had her, her diaper hadn't been changed for like two weeks i can tell you the story i was there jess was like i have the notes i can send yeah. them to you do you want me to send you the meeting minutes? I have the yeah i have the meeting minutes i have the recap i can do a recap of that episode <laughs> she's such a daisy kid too oh my god taking notes i can't i cannot um. wait to talk about her list because i wrote down everything she said but before we get to that we see aaron has gone back to the villa she's crying to her dad and she calls her dad and she lies to her dad, she <gasps> lies to her dad. you're 35 fucking years old at least call your husband so he can see your pathetic behavior but why are you calling your dad at 35 years old? Why are you calling your dad about a little misunderstanding and a fight? Like, why? It was, it was so whack. I and think then I was, she's like, I, I was nine the last time I talked to my dad about something and I was upset. I think yeah, after that's... nine, I didn't even bother to share with him. Yeah, exactly. I dealt with it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she called, first of all, she calls her dad and then she's like, oh, I had her phone for two minutes. Liar. Liar. And by the way, the internet, I love the internet. Somebody posted yeah. the time stamp of when yes. the Uber driver gave her mm -hmm. the phone and when yeah. she actually went and found it. And it's like two hours. <laughs> it's two hours that the phone was missing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she says that. And then she's like, she also says, you know, I just ignored her and I walked away. No, you didn't. You did not ignore no. her. No. You did not walk no. away. Actually, Uba walked away you from you. You came to her. Yeah. Uba walked you got away and you face. thought that was scary. That scared you and that intimidated you. You used all of those words for Uba walking away from you. Yeah. Then she tells us a story about how the worst thing that has ever happened to her is that in middle school, somebody called her Long Jaw Silver. And I'm listen. I'm calling Long Jaw Silver now. <laughs> listen. As a mustachioed little girl who uh -huh. was called a potato... Okay. Mm -hmm. um, suck my dick, Aaron. Like, are you serious? This is the hardest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to you. That, since being called Long Jaw Silver in the in middle school, now yeah. Uba taking your sunglasses is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> Go fuck so She's so stupid. She's so out of touch. She's so weird. And she says, um, uh, she says that she asks her dad, well. Uh, her dad said, just let it be, let it go, just forget it, don't even give it any, you know, air, anything like that. And then she said, but what if she wants to come and talk to me? And guess what she does? When Uba comes back, she goes to Uba and summons her yes. to talk to her. Uba doesn't come to talk to you. Uba never wanted to talk to you. Uba was ignoring you. Again, you went and reached out to Uba. You wanted to talk to Uba yep. and you summoned her like, Uba, come. I, even my dog doesn't respond when I say, Harold, come. No. That oh, was so Harold disrespectful. And Uba says, ask me nicely. And she still, you know, it takes her a while to say, oh, Uba, will you please come? And she says it so, it's like, oh, you're making me say, please. Okay. And that's the thing is like, I think, 
I think Uba is giving Aaron a piece of her, like, of, you know, a taste of her medicine because Uba is very sweet and Aaron is very condescending and she's very mean and she's very aggressive. And when Uba gives mm-hmm. her even a sl- the slightest bit of it, Aaron is like, oh, what, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Why are you talking to me that way? This is so mean. Like, yeah. Anyway, my favorite, before we get to that, my favorite yeah. was when. Yeah, when Aaron was crying, I loved how the three men that are there, the, the three butlers, they kept coming. <laughs> Each one of them came out, looked and was like, oh shit, white woman crying. Let's be walk away from here because I don't want to be blamed to me, blamed and caught. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think I made her cry. <laughs> Each of the black men just walked away. They were like, oh, nope, not me, not me. Not me, not today. Uh-uh. Let me, let me go back to working on these brownies that other white lady's going to ask for later. <laughs> the other white lady that keeps rubbing my arm. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Jessel tells the girls in the in – so they're coming back. At this point, Bryn is drunk, and Bryn turns around, and she says to Jessel, by the way, Jessel, Aaron's been talking a lot of shit about you. And Jessel's like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> and she <laughs> – unloads a list of grievances about Aaron and it made me so happy. She was like Mindy killing in the office. She was like, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She says, number one, fuck you. That's the number one thing on her list is number one, fuck yeah. you. I wrote it down. She said, beautiful. number one is fuck you. When these girls abandoned you for Casa Cipriani, I stayed with your dumbass and had dinner. I was so proud of her. I was like, she says Casa Cipriani her. and the other thing, which is Lizzie. She's of course, yes, of course, <laughs> and the other thing, exactly, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> she's she says you fucking tell me that I'm used to being catered to. No one and nothing has catered to me. I wish you wouldn't have been like, no one and nothing has ever has catered to me. Have you met my children, my mother and my husband? Because like <laughs> literally no one listens to Jessel in that house. <laughs> Cuz she's like who buys white furniture when you have two little ferocious little two-year-olds that are like you have dirty finger fingerprints all over the place she's so ridiculous she's like no one has catered to me my husband is going to vietnam for a fucking sandwich like are you kidding me right now and my mother is cooking with haldi and getting turmeric all over the place (laughs) (laughs) and then she's and then her third thing was you tell me i come from a rich family like yes i think that jessel is absolutely like i just was so proud of her as a desi woman i was just so proud of her for being like i'm gonna navigate the show differently than these dumb bitches like i'm not i'm not gonna get drunk i am going to and i feel like you know what she did i feel like she started doing this after the Hamptons, I think she went to the Hamptons. Yes. And she realized I think that she made a fool of Hampton, herself. She was, yeah, at the Hamptons, she was deer in the headlights. She felt uncomfortable. She didn't know how to behave. Um, she definitely did a mistake by ranting and raving about the Christmas dress. So she knew that she had to be careful. And the way she's careful is that she is quiet when they are going off about something. She keeps quiet. Even when they cut her off, when she's trying to tell a story, she tries to be quiet for a little while. She lets them dig their holes and then she responds. Yes, exactly. And brilliant. Jessel, you're doing a great job, girl. You're doing great, sweetie. Um, But then she did... I think the mistake she made is telling these women about this list. Correct. Because they are not to be trusted. Right. They immediately tell the other girls in the other little buggy or whatever. And um, Sai says something like, oh, Jessel, I thought everything was fine then. And Jessel was adding fuel to the fire. No, it wasn't Jessel. It was Bryn. It was your friend Bryn Mm -hmm. who started this whole thing. Yep. Um, Sai, why do you assume it's Jessel? Sai has a lot of assumptions about Jessel. She really, really does not like Jessel. There's something about Jessel that just rubs Sai the wrong way. Yeah. 
And I don't know what it is. And like even Brynn is like, oh, yeah, she's saying that you're lying and that you have like a trust fund. Like mm-hmm. why why are they so obsessed with where Jessel gets her money from? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why does it matter? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Some, I, I think it goes back to what we were saying last week, that she w- they don't know her. They don't quite understand how she came to be in, on this show. They just yes. don't get it. They're yeah, like, you're exactly. not from New York originally. We grew up here. You're not an American. You are also, we don't quite understand you culturally. So we don't quite get you. Yeah. And, and we by don't the understand way, I, who you are and why you, you are not as famous. So how come you are on this show? Yeah. And I also want to note, like, last week we talked about, like, the immigrant experience that Jessel has. And, oh, by the way, Jessel follows us now, which is very exciting. If you're listening, Jessel, we continue to love you. Keep making your lists. Feel free to send them over to me. I'd love to do some casual note taking for you. Um, But the other thing is, like, if you miss something, ask us. We take good notes, too. Great notes. (laughs) but the other thing is, like, last week we were talking about the immigrant experience, and you mentioned, like, how somebody on the internet was like, how can you have that accent and be, like, not rich or whatever? But, like, the other thing mm-hmm. is people don't understand that being Indian in in the UK is not easy. Like, mm-hmm. you know that they were our colonizers for a long time, and they, they stole our, our shit. overlords for 300 years, okay? Yeah. And we yeah, all they- have various levels of English accents. And some, and if you grew up in England or in Africa, where you went to an international school, you end up having an English accent because that's what you're taught. Doesn't mean you're rich. It just means that you are, you grew up in those spaces. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that just because you grew up in those spaces that you were accepted in those spaces. You're still viewed no. as <laughs> there's, there's none of that, and so there is you know, a lot of discrimination against brown people in the UK. And I think that that's another thing that they like refuse to understand. I think Uba gets it, right? Because Uba is an international person. Like she understands Jessel. But I don't think that the other women, not only do they not understand it, they don't care about understanding it. And that really bothers me too. Yeah, Um, they don't care. They don't want to go that extra mile to understand the immigrant experience. Even though they live in New York and New York is the city of immigrants, they don't quite know. These women especially don't know the immigrant experience and they are not interested in knowing it. Exactly. Speaking of yeah. not understanding, Aaron and Uba try to talk or Aaron summons Uba to talk and it does not go well. I do think that mm-hmm. Uba is winning until Uba loses her phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uba. We need to get her a lanyard to hold the phone. <laughs> Somebody yeah. get her something that she can wear on her body so she can wear her you, phone. But she, she also seems to, to know where the phone is because she's quite unbothered by it. She she tells Erin to go find it, but then she's like, I think it's in the car. And then she's quite unbothered by it. So it's almost yeah. like she knows where it was last. So she's not as worried about it. <laughs> I think that she should get an Apple Watch because with an Apple Watch, you can always ping your phone from your Apple Watch. You can do that with a Samsung Watch too. Okay, relax. I'm not trying to be an Android (laughs) hater, okay? (laughs) Look at you. Immediately, you're like, I a lot of Android hate. I know you you haven't mentioned my green text yet. But uh, I get a lot of Android hate from all of the Apple people. Uh, you know, it's Apple uh, discriminating my text, not me. I'm not sending you green text. Yes, I know. I know. Um, then there's this hot tub scene, and it just cracked me up. I loved it so much. It was making me really happy. I know that some people watched it and thought, oh, I don't like this pylon and whatever. But I was like, no, Aaron fucking sucks because it's not – She's the only person she screams at in that hot tub is Uba. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Bryn is coming at her. Sai is kind mm-hmm. of like laughing along. Jessel, Jessel is mm-hmm. amazing. The whole time she's got her shades on. She's eating popcorn. She, she's she on probably her has her note taker on on her phone. She set it on the on the she, sill. She's like the the phone is taking notes. I'm just gonna keep quiet. 
I feel like she did voice to text. Yeah. She opened up an app and she said voice to text and the whole thing is like in her notes somewhere, which is brilliant. Yeah. Like that is what you should be doing. But Aaron only turns around and screams at Uba to shut up and calls Uba a bitch. Like yeah. she's not taking accountability for the fact that Bryn is mad at Aaron because of what Aaron did. She's not taking accountability for like Sai had issues with Aaron because of what Aaron did. She's again putting the blame on Uba. Oh, you this woman is the one who riled all of them up as if like Aaron mm-hmm. is completely not at fault. Like, oh, Uba is riling mm-hmm. them up because I took Uba's yeah. phone and she is an aggressive lady who is she Aaron yeah. calls Uba abusive. She's like all of the white lady tears are coming out. I mean, it is it was so fucking frustrating. It was not frustrating. Even, it was so yeah, fucking ridiculous was- to watch it. But what was what was great was knowing that like Okay, they all also see the same thing about Erin that we all saw. Yeah, they see it, but they ignore you know? it. They let her let her be. They let her behave that way. They don't give her a hard time about it. Except Uba is the only one that's calling her out on it until the uh, hot the 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 hot tub. But even in the previous conversation, when uh, before Uba realizes she when Uba realizes she doesn't have the phone. Aaron keeps trying to push Uba into reconciling and you have to talk. And even as Uba is saying, well, I get your point of view, but don't you think that you did something wrong? Aaron immediately starts going off on how Uba is wrong. And the only thing that she will take is that Uba apologized to her. She feels like she hasn't done anything wrong. And she wants to force Uba to sit down and have that conversation while Uba is panicking about her phone. And Uba is like, don't pressure me. And she's like, but you got to have to, you have, it's the same thing as when they were at dinner and she was having a conversation and the waiter came by and everybody started ordering food. And she's like, no, but I'm having a conversation. You cannot order food. What? It's not always about you, idiot. The other thing I wanted to say was um, in the hot tub, when everybody's piling on, it was such a contrast between that and the quote-unquote pylon on, um, well, that was a pylon, on um, Heather Dubrow in OC. For Heather Dubrow in OC, everybody was piling on because everybody else was wrong, Heather was right. So yes. that was a pylon. In the hot tub here in New York, everybody is holding Erin accountable. They're not piling yes. on. They're holding her accountable. There's a difference. And it, ca- it all comes down to when you see the full picture, who is more right than the other, right? And so yep. in this case, all of the people that are calling on Erin are correct. So they are not piling on. They're holding her accountable. Yep, exactly. And it's to the point where when Uba and Aaron try to talk again, Aaron still is saying stuff like, I'm scared to be friends with you. And again, she's crying. She never yeah. apologizes. The for fact that she at Uba. ended with that after everything. Oh, yeah. That was horrible. It, it and was then awful. the fact that Aaron, Uba let that go was kind of weird. Well, I think that Uba was just exhausted. Right. I think Uba was exhausted and Bryn was saying, oh, she's going to go off. She's having a breakdown. She's having a breakdown. Well, that cannot happen. Well, oh my God. That's, yeah, she's going to start crying. And so everybody's like, so what if she cries? And she didn't, first of all, she didn't cry. Okay. She made ugly faces. There was not a single tear that came through. No. Not a single one. Not even a Rina tear that came out. (laughs) Yeah, Erin is awful. Like, there's literally nothing good about her. And I agree with you. Like, everybody is like suddenly, and then it's so funny because Erin's like, I'm not a liar. I'm not, I'm just a shit talker. Is that a good thing? And then she's even saying, she's like, the things that I'm saying, they're true. No, they're not true. That's your perception of other people. You're judgy and you're a shit talker and nobody wants to be around that. And you stir shit up. You say negative things about people and you think that you're like, being honest and you're not you're sharing your perception of what you think the truth is but the truth is that's not the truth it is your own perception and your perception is highly biased and judgmental and racist actually so fuck you Erin yep oh she they squash is literally it. the worst and I really cannot yeah I cannot watch her anymore it just bothers me so much and then ugh, yeah I yeah I don't want to talk about next week, but that's going to be an yet another one that's going to blow me up. I am 
fuming. I've been fuming for three days now. And I've been fuming at a lot. So the on Monday night, everybody on the internet was um, all pro-Jessel, pro-Uba, against Aaron. And then somewhere along in Monday, all of these Jessel lovers, uh, sorry, Aaron lovers started showing up. And they're like, Uba is so tiresome. Uba is so wrong. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, she's got all of her maggots coming and supporting <laughs> her and calling Uba um aggressive person. And it was just weird. I cannot, yeah. I've just I've just been going off for three days straight now. And I don't I don't understand how people don't see um how horrid she is. She's terrible. She's unfunny. That's the that's the other thing. I mean, you can be a villain, you can be annoying, you can be terrible, you can be a terrible human, but at least have a sense of humor. You don't have a sense of humor, which just makes you the worst kind of human being that ever was. Yeah, she has a level of like self-righteousness that comes with it. Like and she thinks mm-hmm. that she's being so funny. Like even her saying over and over again, like, I feel like I'm dealing with my kids. I feel like I'm dealing with my kids. But then meanwhile, she keeps comparing the pranking to growing up with siblings. So you're comparing an, an act that you right. did when you were a child. And then you are complaining yeah. about somebody retaliating to an act that you did as a child and then complaining that that person is acting like a child. Right. You're the one that started the childish behavior in the you first are, place. So like, Who's calling their daddy? You are. Yeah. And then- at the end, even at the dinner, when Sai tells Jenna and Aaron about, or Sai and Jenna tell Aaron about Jessel's little notes or whatever, Sai is such a fucking phony. She's like, Yeah, I was wondering, like, does Jessel have anything to say about me? But you know me, I don't care. What are you talking about? You don't care. You were yelling on mm-hmm. a on the yacht the day before about some bullshit with Jessel. So, like, what right. are you talking about? Yeah. Idiot. Sai is an idiot. Aaron is horrible. I also think that Aaron probably had an emotional response because she recognized that I, I don't think that she recognized that she was being racist or microaggressive, but I think that she is aware that it could be taken that way and like the mm-hmm. amount of pressure oh, that the she, show has, right? Right, right. But she's not going right. to take accountability. She for knows that. what happened to Lizzie. And she's afraid it's going to happen. To, that's the only reason. She's only talk, She's only crying for self-preservation. Nothing else. She doesn't believe she did anything wrong to Uba. Still, she still doesn't believe she did anything wrong to Uba. So yeah. So suck a dick, Aaron. We hate yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I apologize to our listeners <sighs> if the audio was a little bit choppy today. Again, Verizon is in a fight with my husband, and I don't know what's wrong with (laughs) Wi-Fi in this house, but (laughs) hopefully the audio wasn't too bad and we get it fixed by the next time. Um, I'll be back later this week to talk about those kooky OC ladies and, of course, Salt Lake City ladies. Oh, Mary. (laughs) Who knew? I love Mary Cosby. Look at us. No, you only love her when she does something kooky, but it takes a couple of episodes and then you'll start hating her again. <laughs> I mean, I... You'll I, be like, oh, will, okay, Mary, no. I will say this, that Mary Cosby, mm. listening to the Bravo Docket episode about Mary Cosby and her church and everything, I don't hate her. I mm-hmm. just, I recognize that she may actually be also a victim in a larger yes. sort of organization. Right. And right. at the end of the day, she was a child when mm-hmm. she was handed all of this. So I don't know. I feel like she's like True. a an emotionally True. stunted person. And I think that her as a friend of is fine. She because, is. Yeah. I, so think, there's I all- think this might actually give her some exposure to the outside world that she may have lacked growing up. I feel like she was too sheltered and she's emotionally stunted because of that. And she lacks um, a sense of how to con- connect to people at in in a very um, authentic way. Um, yeah. So I think this this is actually going to expose her and help her grow. Maybe I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with her being there. I'm okay with her being there only because I don't like Heather anymore. So 
I'm okay with her being there, just you know, wrecking like a wrecking ball with Heather and Whitney. It's just funny. It is great. It is great. Oh, speaking of Whitney, we're just going to touch on this for a second. You saw that bullshit with Genuine. First of all, fuck that lady. Fuck that racist lady. (laughs) Yeah. But if you don't know, apparently Whitney had an event. Um, It was a public event. And Jenny, racist ass Jenny, showed up up. and took a picture with with, uh, Whitney. And it got on the blogs. And the blogs were like, what a loser. Why is Whitney doing this? And then Whitney went online and was like, I can't believe I have to take out time from my day to do this. And I, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'm taking away time from my family. Fuck you. You're a public person. You are going to have to respond to things. And stop acting like you're not online all the time, Whitney. Right. And you could have done it the next day. You didn't have to do it today. Yeah, you could have done it the next day. Exactly. Um, right. Because yeah. also our opinion about you didn't change. She went online and she was yeah. like, Jenny came up to me and she, she was a public event. She came with her own photographer and she came up mm-hmm. to me. And she took a picture with me and she apologized to me about everything that happened. And I accepted her apology and moved on. First of all, Whitney, the apology is not for you to accept because you are not a black person <laughs> that was on a cast with her. You you did not get a drink thrown at you. Like what? what's Jenny threw a glass at Mary and was very aggressive yeah. to Mary. You don't get to accept right. that apology. Like th- what is that about? Like, and then she's what like, did she applaud? What did she? So I was like curious. I was like, what did Jenny do to, um, to her that she had to apologize? I'm like, is, did did we miss something? Was that something off camera that she did it to her? So she's apologizing. I don't know. I don't remember anything. I don't remember. I didn't even remember Jenny until she's until that video came. I was like, oh yeah, that weird whole. Oh yeah, with the weird husband. Oh yeah. I had completely yeah. forgotten about her. You erased her. That's nice. I did not. Yeah. But she showed up and then now she's posting now she's posting response videos. And I actually, be honest with you, I didn't even watch it because I was like, I don't care what she has to say. <laughs> yeah. I didn't You're watch racist. I didn't watch the I first video. It. I mean, I didn't watch uh Whitney's video either. I just read about it and I was like, oh, okay. I don't want to watch it. I don't want I don't I don't want to take the time out of my day with my family to watch with me. <laughs> that felt like a waste of time. <laughs>